Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. go Steelers fans Jeremy Betts here bringing you a new triple f podcast the Steelers fantasy football fix is a part of the behind the steel curtain podcast platform where we talk all things Pittsburgh Steelers multiple times a day you don't want to miss an episode of any of the shows that are going on so head on over to wherever you get your podcast and search Steelers or behind the steel curtain And you will find a podcast for you, whether it's recaps or uh, previews or analysis, film reviews, fantasy football. If you want it and you want Pittsburgh Steelers, you can get it at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Again, my name is Jeremy Betts, ready for another episode. If you are a podcast regular, you kind of know how we do things. We're going to start off with a quick recap of the Steelers versus Browns the week that was, and then we will jump on in to week nine and preview what to look for in the fantasy matchup against the Bears. Kind of sandwiched in between that, we're going to talk something about something that uh, is probably weighing on a lot of minds as we approach the midpoint of the season. Um, And it is November. I'm sure you've heard of No Shave November. Well, we're going to talk No Save November. Guys that need to be cut from your fantasy rosters, just get rid of them because they're not performing in a way that is helpful to your roster. And a lot of people still have these players taking up spots 
on their bench when you could be pulling some waiver wire streams in uh, defenses and quarterbacks even during bye weeks you can drop these guys and not be afraid that it's going to come back to bite you all right we're going to go through some of that here in a little bit uh fun fact about myself my uh, birthday is november 11th so coming up here i will be 28 but i share november 11th as a birthday with None other than Steelers running back Willie Parker, who I'm sure is listening to this podcast right now. So shout out to you, Willie. (laughs) Uh, Good to share a birthday with a Steelers great and one of my all-time favorite running backs. Just his style of play and how fast he was when he hit the the hole. You knew it was a big-time run. Steelers haven't had anything like that since. And... uh, don't expect that to be the case moving forward. Uh, Willie Parker was a unique breed in Pittsburgh. The change of pace back that actually took a lead role and ran with it. The speed guy who was the Steelers feature running back. You don't see that a lot in Steelers history. And uh, Willie Parker was one of the few. So shout out to Willie Parker. But enough about me. Enough about past Steelers. Let's jump into this year's Steelers. Let's talk Steelers-Browns, man, what a big win for Pittsburgh on the road. Division rival, they lose their kicker in this game. Not going to really get into the fake field goal debate about was it a good call or was it not and all that. But just with the situation that the Steelers put themselves in during this game, a fantastic rising above the circumstances, if you will, to – create a winning performance and uh, get out of um, Cleveland with a win and not be the cellar dwellers in the division. Huge win. Uh, What do we learn fantasy wise? Not really anything new. I don't think Uh, we, we learned maybe one new thing is that Pat Pat Fryermuth is going to have a much bigger role moving forward. Um, Eric Ebron, I think you'll start to see really slide under the radar as a rarely used tool in the passing game. Pat Fryermuth really going to step forward here and take the lead duties in that regard. Just his, he's dynamic uh, after the catch. He brings um, a much better um, contested catch element to the Steelers game, especially in the red zone. And Ben Roethlisberger loves it, and he is looking his way often in critical situations, as we saw in this game. I know Eric Ebron was out, so that did allow him to have some more touches, but I think you really kind of saw Gentry step in and take um, Ebron's role, uh, plus a little bit more with the blocking side of things. So the snap counts, I didn't take a look at it, but um, just based on watching it, it seemed like um, Gentry was out there just as much as Ebron is in most situations. So Frymuth maybe a little bit more playing time, But he did take advantage of it with a clutch touchdown and uh, just a great overall performance, not only in fantasy football, but uh, to impact the game as well. Other than that, we didn't really learn anything new. The Steelers are the Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson show for fantasy football. That's that's who you want on your rosters starting every week. They're going to provide splash. Um, consistency. These two guys moving forward are top 10 players at their position every week. And uh, 
you do have a couple guys here and there that are going to make plays. Pat Fryermuth, uh, Chase Claypool will do so every now and then. But other than that, those two guys are, are your mainstays. Okay, that's a quick recap because I really want to dive into this No Save November segment. I'm looking forward to it. Um, there's some familiar names in here. There's some names that you're like, well, yeah, Jeremy, I, of course we're not playing these guys. But I'm not even talking about not playing them. I'm talking they don't even need to be on your roster anymore. All right? A quick disclaimer before we uh, dig too deep in it. Uh, this doesn't always have something to do. Every player in here, it's not going to have something to do with where they were drafted um, and how they're performing relative to that. It will in some cases. But some of these guys also, it's just, hey, we, we brought them onto our roster because we saw great things out of them. We saw big big play out of them, but um, they're just not performing to that expectation or that level anymore. So you'll see a few names here that it's all about the ADP, where they were being drafted, and what you were expecting, and then totally falling off the wagon uh, or just not being usable. And then you'll also see like big early season pickups that you're like, wow, these guys are playing good that have fallen off the wagon as well. So let's jump into the quarterback position. We'll start at the most important position in football. And we'll start with the most important player on the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's Ben Roethlisberger. If you still have him on your roster, I understand it because you're a Steelers fan. You're you're looking uh, to see if maybe he can piece something together because of that Steelers loyalty. But, guys, it's just not going to happen this year. It hasn't yet. Uh, his highest point total for a fantasy week is 16 points. He did it once against the Denver Broncos. And other than that, it has been 14 or less every time. And you're you're not going to win leagues with that. Even in two quarterback leagues, he's on the very fringe of somebody you want to start. And that's only if you're streaming during a bye week. So uh, Ben Roethlisberger has not been a fantasy asset. I don't think he will be moving forward you can drop him safely and add some other players that would be more beneficial to what you're trying to do which is win on a weekly basis the other guy uh oh i forgot to mention uh ben roethlisberger had an adp going into the season of quarterback 19 he was the 19th quarterback taken off boards and you know that's not always uh a drafted quarterback but it was somebody who uh was coming in at the end of rounds and somebody that you were hoping maybe to get a few things out of, but his current rank is quarterback 28. So nine spots lower than where he was being taken, where his expectation of draft was, was to be. And he's just not performing in a way that is acceptable for fantasy football. Doesn't need to be on your roster. The next guy is Sam Darnold, who through the first four weeks of the season, we were like, wow, the Sam Darnold revival is in full launch. He is absolutely crushing it. And uh, fantasy-wise, man, the first four weeks, he averaged 23.7 points per game, even had a 30-plus point week in there with a couple rushing touchdowns. Since those four weeks, and I know one of those weeks he – uh, this week, actually, he left the game early with a concussion, and then the other game he was pulled. So I don't count that one, um, t- you know, giving him a, bu- a push there or a break, if you will. 
Um, he's just been awful. The last four games, he has averaged 8.5 points with two outings, putting together two-point outings, one of those when he was injured. But uh, needless to say, that is not a winning recipe at quarterback. And uh, even though his first four games were uh, crazy good and a big deal for fantasy football, I think you can feel very comfortable with dropping him and maybe using him as a streaming option in good matchups as we move forward. But he doesn't really need to hold a place on your roster unless you're in a really deep league. Um, when you could have other players, other skill position players that can provide a bigger impact for your fantasy football team. And then the last quarterback I want to talk about is Jacksonville Jaguars rookie Trevor Lawrence. He was being taken in the draft process at uh, quarterback 16. That was his ADP, quarterback 16, in the lead-up to the season in drafts. But uh, he's currently ranked uh, 24th at the quarterback position. And I know you're probably thinking, Hey, that's not too bad. It's, it is eight spots lower than where he was being taken. Uh, But just the splash hasn't really been there. The consistency hasn't really been there. He's a little bit better option than Roethlisberger has been this year, but still not great. He doesn't need to be rostered. Um, He can be a streamer. Um, He can be a uh, back end quarterback too. If you're in a two quarterback league or a super flex league, but uh, rostering him is, a detrimental probably to your depth at other positions, just to be honest and upfront there. Trevor Lawrence does not need to be in your lineup. Let's jump or on your roster. Let's jump to running backs. Um, a guy that put together two really solid weeks in his first three weeks, but has tapered off to basically invisible Naheem Hines, uh, in Indianapolis. And to be honest with you going into the draft process, I was not a huge fan of Jonathan Taylor early the um, second year running back who is just a phenomenal talent um, there in Indianapolis because of Naheem, Naheem Hines and Marlon Mack being in that offense and the Colts like, like to rotate those guys. Well, not so much this year, the first three weeks of the season. Yeah. They rotated in Naheem Hines a lot. He scored 14 points in week one and 19 points in week two, or I'm sorry, in week three. Uh, But since then, he has scored one, two, three, two, and six PPR points. He has almost no role in this offense, none of significance whatsoever, and uh, he just does not need to be on your roster anymore. Um, you know, I know in a lot of deep leagues and running back is not a very – a deep position. It's nice to have some of these guys on there, but um, some of these back end players, but Naheem Hines kind of falls off of that for me. He's an unusable player at this point in fantasy football. You might keep him on your roster as a handcuff, but other than that, he does not need to be there. If you have other running back options, uh, get rid of Naheem Hines and pick up a wide receiver that can impact on some of these bye weeks or something along those lines. Naheem Hines is out. He is a no-save November participant. Tyson Williams from the Baltimore Ratbirds. I'm sorry, Ravens, the the Baltimore Ravens. He's being, um, or he's totally lost um, his role in the offense. He has been a healthy scratch a couple times already this season. And uh, 
the Ravens seem content right now to roll out some combination of Devontae Freeman, Le'Veon Bell, and uh, Latavius Murray when he's healthy does play the lead, quote-unquote, back role for this team. So uh, Tyson Williams has really lost uh, his his spot and does not need to be on your roster anymore. And then a third running back, uh, a guy that I had high hopes for and even thought the Steelers might uh, draft in the lead-up to 2021, is uh, Trey Sermon for the 49ers. Um, he's being completely overshadowed by fellow rookie Elijah Mitchell, who's really playing outstanding football, uh, to be honest. When he's healthy and on the field, he's a difference maker on that offense. And Trey Sermon has taken a back seat uh, in in that situation there. And so I really just think he he's, unless you're in a dynasty league and you're looking for uh, somebody to stash um, – for futures, then then you're not looking at any consistent help out of Trey Sermon for the remainder of the season. Uh, even in injury to Elijah Mitchell, I don't like his chances of of being a credible fantasy back. He hasn't proven it in the opportunities he's been given. So give that some time. Take him off your rosters for now. He doesn't need to be on there. All right, let's move on to wide receiver. There's a few more wide receivers on this list, and uh, it's such a deep position, um, but you've got to con- consider some of these guys as uh, having not been what you wanted them to be. And the first one to me is probably the biggest one in fantasy football, and that's Allen Robinson of the Chicago Bears. Absolutely treacherous, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but he does not need to be on your rosters anymore um absolutely does not he's he's been a huge disappointment his adp in fantasy football drafts was wide receiver 13 all right he was the 13th wide receiver taken that's a guy that's scoring 15 plus points a game on the regular every week all right that's what you're expecting out of him he is currently ranked as the 60th wide receiver in fantasy football that's just not production you can use. It doesn't look like it's going to get better. Justin Fields has shown real limitations in the passing game. He's improved a little bit, but not enough to um, make Allen Robinson a viable fantasy asset uh, that you can use. So Allen Robinson, send him to the waivers, guys. Let let somebody else, let him be somebody else's problem. He doesn't need to be yours anymore. Uh, LaVisca Chenault uh, from the... Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, he was drafted on average at wide receiver 42. Not that high, really. Um, but somebody you thought maybe could have an expanded role. And uh, with a solid quarterback coming in and Trevor Lawrence, you thought maybe he might have a year two leap. That has not been the case. He is ranked 58th out of all wide receivers and uh, does not need to be on your roster. Robbie Anderson, an ADP of wide receiver 34. He is ranked wide receiver 68. Doesn't need to be on your roster. He's The quarterback play there is too inconsistent. Uh, DJ Moore is the clear number one there. He soaks up the targets. Robbie Anderson, outside of maybe one big play every three or four weeks, is just not a, a, a fantasy asset you need to have on your roster. Get rid of him. Um 
One of my favorites to talk about here, Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> Another Cleveland Brown bites the dust, ladies and gentlemen. Feels good, doesn't it, as a Steelers fan? Um, OBJ is averaging 6.9 PPR points per game when healthy this season. 6.9 PPR points. That includes his catches. All right? He has – he is – Wide receiver 79 on the season. I know he came into the season injured. I know you were hoping maybe, if if you took him, you were hoping maybe he would click in this offense with Baker Mayfield once healthy and given a second opportunity. He has not. He's been a, a huge disappointment for that franchise and for fantasy football owners. He doesn't need to be your problem anymore. Send him to the waiver wire and let him be somebody else's. Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver, 23 in drafts. Top 25 take in fantasy football drafts leading up to the season. Totally invisible, wide receiver, 88 on the year so far. That one is, I guess, not as big a surprise. It's a surprise that he's that bad in fantasy football this year. But um, I was not as high on him coming into the season as fellow second-year wideouts CeeDee Lamb and Chase Claypool, um, you know, Justin Jefferson, any of those guys that had big rookie years, uh, which Ayuk did. I just didn't like um, that being able to continue this year. Not really sure why. I just had a feeling, and my feeling turned out to be correct. One of the very rare times that that has happened uh, but it did. Brandon Ayuk does not need to be on your roster. He is a no-save November participant. All right, and the last position group we'll talk about is tight end. Tight end I was having a little trouble with because it's so thin. So you're outside of the top 10 guys. You're really not expecting much consistency. So I did pull out a couple guys. Um, Johnny Smith was being drafted as the 14th tight end in in most drafts. So right at the end of, you know, the draftable tight end range, um, maybe closer to the middle than the end, I guess, but uh, right mid to last uh, tight end area. He was tight end 14 rank uh, tight end 24 uh, for the season so far. Um, His role in the offense has, it's too split with him and Hunter Henry. Um, They're both knocking each other's potential but Hunter Henry has proven to be better so far this year. Uh, John Smith does not need to be on your roster unless you are streaming him in a week where you need a uh, fill-in for a buy or an injury. The other guy is Austin Hooper, another Cleveland Brown here, averaging 5.3 PPR points a game. He doesn't have a key role in the offense. I know he was more of a household name. I guess he was more of a big-name player. Um He had a better role in Cleveland last year. He was more usable. This year, not so much. He does not need to be on your roster at tight end. All right, that does it for No Save November. Guys, in the world of fantasy football, everything changes. There are so many players that were not even thought of in the draft process that are playing key roles in fantasy football lineups every week so you got to keep that in mind keep the change in mind don't just hang on to a name or hang on to a player because of draft position be flexible 
get rid of some of these guys if you have them on your roster still. Replace them with others who have jumped up in the standings and have been more reliable in fantasy football. We're going to take a quick break, and afterwards we'll come back and quickly uh, preview Bears versus Steelers. Don't go anywhere. The Triple F Podcast will be right back. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Welcome back to the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix, the Triple F podcast brought to you by BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. It is Bears week on Monday Night Football, prime time Pittsburgh Steelers football. This is what Steelers fans live for, isn't it? This is what we want. We want to see our Pittsburgh Steelers when it's the only game going on. We want it to be the spotlight game. We want to see how our team handles it. We want to all be able to watch it despite busy schedules and what have you that may keep us from other games. These primetime games we really all get to focus on across the country. Steelers-Bears in Pittsburgh. Huge game for the Steelers. Can they come off a big win against Cleveland and hold on against an inferior opponent and not give one away? They've not had great success against the Chicago Bears recently. It hasn't been fantastic. So here's hoping that we put the clamps on on defense, that the offense continues to make strides, and that we win this game convincingly and in a way that shows just how good this team could be moving forward, handling inferior competition in a way that is respectable and uh, one that should give them uh, some clout moving forward in the season. We're going to look at it from a fantasy perspective, though, uh, taking into account all the position groups that you will be uh, need to be aware of for this game. Um, both of these defense are Defenses are pretty good. Uh, The Steelers should be better than the Bears. The Bears do have some injuries up front. Their pass rush is not uh, very good with Khalil Mack uh, ailing. Uh, He did not play this last week. I don't think he's going to play this week. So something to keep an eye on, though, um, if you're a Steelers fan, to see if uh, Roethlisberger will have to deal with a Khalil Mack coming off the edge. Um, But let's... Temper expectations a little bit for this game because it should be a low-scoring affair um, for both teams. I would expect the Steelers' offense to kind of take a little more control in this game than the Bears' offense will be able to. So, uh, But as far as just somebody really breaking out from a fantasy perspective, it might be difficult. Uh, so let's start with the quarterbacks. Uh, we'll start with the away team, the visiting Bears, and just uh, – really an enigmatic p- 
player in Justin Fields, uh, he's an enigma. He really is. He he has so much potential, so much talent, but he's a rookie. And I don't really believe in the coaching system and the the guys that are in place there. Matt Nagy has not proven to be a quality head coach, in my opinion, as far as a decision maker and a play caller. It has been lacking, and the and Bears fans have suffered for it. Justin Fields has suffered for it, who played his best game with Matt Nagy uh, sitting at home watching while this game happened because of COVID-19 protocols. Justin Fields had over 100 yards rushing, a rushing touchdown, and threw pretty well. Um, not great, but better than some of his previous outings. I would expect the Steelers to really put a clamp on him. He does not need to be started this week. Um, unless you are absolutely desperate or in a two-quarterback league and you want uh, some rushing upside. But uh, I don't like Justin Fields in this game very much. I wouldn't expect him to put up uh, usable fantasy numbers. As for big Ben Roethlisberger, we've already talked about it a little bit here. Um, He's a good distributor of the football at this stage in his career. He puts it in playmakers' hands. They make plays. But the offense runs through Najee Harris. It does not run through Ben Roethlisberger. It really doesn't run through the passing game anymore, which, wow, I'm excited about that. Really, it runs in, in a balanced cohesion that we've seen the last couple of weeks. I hope that continues. But uh, Ben Roethlisberger shouldn't need to throw a ton in this game. Um, he may throw uh, multiple touchdown passes. That's That's definitely an opportunity against this team. But I wouldn't expect huge yardage totals because they're not going to try to give him the opportunity to put up huge yardage totals. So, you know, he he doesn't need to be um, somebody that you're relying on this week. Hopefully you have better quarterback options, even with some bye weeks again in week nine. At the running running back position, um, we've seen kind of a – a switch from the Bears in who is taking lead back duties while um, David Montgomery, excuse me, couldn't think of his name there for a second, um, is out nursing an injury. Uh, He's still on IR, I believe, and will not be available for this game. So you're looking at some combination of Khalil Herbert and Damian Williams, who um, Khalil Herbert has been the better player uh he's he's proven to be the better um running back in the absence of montgomery and uh, i think he might be again this week but i do not like either running back in this game uh for the bears the steelers defense really cracked down on nick chubb and company uh versus the browns and um i think they understand that stopping the run is going to eliminate what Justin Fields uh, would be most comfortable with, which would be a play-action game that allows wide receivers to get open and makes the linebackers creep up towards the line of scrimmage to respect the run. So I think the Steelers will try to stuff that, force the Bears to pass the football, and uh, the Steelers have proven to be very good against mobile quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson has really struggled and even Deshaun Watson last year struggled against the Steelers' front. I think T.J. Watt and company have a good day um, against Justin Fields, and I think that allows the the rest of the team to really focus in on stopping the run. So I don't like the Bears running backs in this game for fantasy purposes. I do like me some Najee Harris for fantasy purposes. He is 
a weekly start. We say it every week here on this podcast. I might just skip over it because it's obvious and it's it's goes without saying, but Najee Harris, man, I just can't stop talking about him. He's such a dynamic playmaker, especially in fantasy football, uh, averaging over 20 points a game. Uh, he is a top-flight fantasy running back. Would not be surprised at all if he is at or near the top of the NFL in fantasy points in 2021. Start him and feel comfortable doing it against this Bears defense. At wide receiver, we've talked a little Allen Robinson, why he doesn't need to be on your roster anymore. Darnell Mooney is the top receiving option there right now for Justin Fields. They've had much better chemistry. He's been a a somewhat playable option, not on a weekly basis, but he has given some valuable uh, fantasy performances. Um, it's a tough ask against the Steelers defense to um, do it with a with a quarterback that is inexperienced and uh, this this Mike Tomlin led Steelers team plays very well against rookie quarterbacks for the most part. So that does affect the Bears wide receivers. Um, I'm not starting any of them in this game. Mooney might be a decent DFS uh, play if you're looking for a low-cost option, uh, but I I wouldn't expect a lot out of him or Robinson for this Week 9 matchup against the Steelers. On the flip side, (coughs) excuse me, I like Deontay Johnson, even against a tough defense, Uh, Just because of the volume, he's going to rack up the targets. He makes the most out of those in 2021 so far. I would expect that to continue in this game. Chase Claypool, obviously a threat to make a big play any time. It hasn't really happened that much here in 2021 so far. So maybe fade him a little bit against a good defense. He's still a potential flex option. But if you have a better one, a running back um, who uh, has some pass catching ability maybe and and a good role in an offense or another wide receiver who has just been a little more consistent it might be time to go with them over chase claypool for your flex spot for this week outside of that for those two guys for the steelers uh, i don't think you you want to try james washington or um oh man ray ray mcleod yeah ray ray mcleod sorry uh he Either of those guys are not going to be great options uh, for fantasy lineups. So Deontay Johnson is a definite play in Week 9. Chase Claypool's on the fringe. Nobody else from this game should be in your fantasy lineups if you can help it. At tight end, uh, the tight end situation for the Bears is really a mess. Um, You've got Jimmy Graham coming off the COVID-19 list. He's been on it for two weeks, but in the first six weeks of the season, he was non-existent in the offense anyway. The Steelers have been good against tight ends in for fantasy purposes, so I don't like Jimmy Graham in this matchup. We'll see where Eric Ebron is, if he can come off this uh, COVID-19 list for this week. I'm sorry, not the COVID-19 list. He had a hamstring injury. Um, but he's not a fantasy starter even when he's healthy. So if he can come off of that, then uh, I think you downgrade Pat Fryermuth a little bit uh, because uh, Ebron does cut into his receiving work 
a little bit. But if he misses a second straight game, you have to like Fryermuth in this game as a potential streaming option at tight end. He might even be working his way up to a low-tier starter or a tight end too, but he's definitely a streaming in the streaming tier of tight ends. So something to keep in mind against these Chicago Bears, even though they currently rank as the second best defense against fantasy football tight ends for 2021. Uh, just the way the Steelers play football, you see uh, his goal line work. Um, you know, it, he provides a touchdown upside every week at the tight end position. So something to keep in mind. If you have a better option, definitely use it. Uh, but if you do not, if you need a streamer this week because a uh, tight end is on by or injured, <clears throat> we'll all be keeping an eye on guys like Darren Waller um, coming off an injury. Uh, so, you know, you might need a, a Friar to step in in that case. If you do, um, you could do worse than Pat Fryermuth, but you could also do better if you have a better option. That leads us to the kickers. <laughs> That's a fun topic right now. It seems like the Steelers expect Chris Boswell to clear the concussion protocol and be available for this game. It might be a decent Boswell game if the Steelers can muster some drives into opposing territory. Maybe they don't all result in touchdowns because the Bears defense is pretty decent, uh, but Maybe in that case you get a a solid game out of a guy like Boswell who really relies on uh, opportunity like that to be a fantasy scorer. So that might be an option for you. Other than that, I don't like the Bears kicking situation against this defense. Um, I don't see Cairo Santos getting a lot of opportunities to make kicks. The team won't be in a lot of scoring opportunities uh, if – the Steelers defense can play like it has of uh, the last couple weeks. So um, as far as the kickers go, you might can stream Boswell if he's healthy, if he's not healthy and they have to go with Josh Lambeau, who they uh, picked up uh, as a free agent who formerly played for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Don't mess with that at all. Find somebody else. The Steelers have already tried a kicker, formerly from Jacksonville with the first name Josh, and that did not go well for all of you who remember that. Josh Scobie was an absolute disaster coming into Pittsburgh. Um, we'll see if Josh Lambeau, who has played pretty well when given opportunity, um, if he has to fill in, he would be a viable option for the team um, to provide a solid uh, kicking option for this game, but he's not a a kicking option for your fantasy roster most likely leave that alone if boswell does not play and then lastly the defenses um with as injured as the bears are up front i don't like their chances of getting a lot of sacks um against roethlisberger and an offensive line that is playing a little bit better um, and then the defensive backfield is definitely the, the strength right now for the team. So, um, and Roethlisberger has shown a tendency to throw a couple bad passes here and there on uh, a weekly basis. So you might get a turnover. Um, but other than that, you, you're just trying to bank on that. You're not really banking on anything uh, that is consistent on this Bears defense this week. So might be a week to, to rest them. Um, and plug in a better matchup. New England Patriots um, playing this week have a great matchup against 
the Carolina Panthers, the Cowboys against the Broncos. You could go with any uh, one of those types of uh, defenses to get a better option than the Bears would be this week against the Steelers. And then as far as the Steelers defense goes, uh, rookie quarterback coming into town, it's going to be loud. It's going to be rocking. It's, it's the Steelers pass rush. Expect a lot of sacks against Justin Fields. <clears throat> Expect a couple turnovers. You're going to start the Pittsburgh Steelers defense in week nine against the Chicago Bears. All right, well, that concludes the preview of Monday Night Football Bears at Steelers. Looking forward to it. I hope you are as well. Hope you have a great week. I'm going to sign off here. Looking forward to uh, looking back on this game and talking again with you next week about fantasy football. As always, you can hit me up on Twitter at TheBets93, at T-H-E-B-E-T-Z-9-3. I'd love to hear from you. Send me your trade. Uh, successes, uh, any questions that you have about fantasy football, tell me how your leagues are going. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, thank you to those who have followed me and have asked me questions. It is a lot of fun to talk with you, and I'm looking forward to doing so more in the future. Don't forget to head over to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and check the .com t- content um, online and also uh, – don't forget to go to your podcast platform, search Steelers or BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and see all the different shows that are available to you. Your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. That is the slogan of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. In any case, I hope you have a great week, uh, a great Wednesday afternoon. This is Jeremy Betts signing off. We'll see you next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.